listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast, and it's also our global club training, our expert training, and today we have the lovely Annie and Julie who are joining us from, oh my goodness, Good Egg. Good Egg Financial? Good Egg. Good Egg Investments. Good Egg Investments. I was trying to find the title there. Um, Thank you. Oh, it's one of those days, I guess, eh? Um, But today we are talking about financial freedom through real estate. And these ladies, they've got your back. They've got your back on how to do it. And even if you want to walk through it with them, they will partner with you on it. So let me do a proper intro here. Annie Dickerson and Julie Lamb are the co-founders and managing partners at Good Egg Investments, a company that helps people learn about and invest passively in group real estate investments called syndications. Annie and Julie both started investing in real estate over 10 years ago. Nice job, guys. And created Good Egg Investments because they wanted to help other busy working parents build passive income so they could spend more time with their families. And to date, Good Egg Investments has co-sponsored over 700 million in real estate assets across the country and have helped hundreds of investors build wealth for their families through real estate. Holy cow. Congratulations, ladies. Thank you. That is so awesome. A little bit, yes. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll just give you a little, like our listeners and our viewers, a little background here that, that I go masterminding three times a year in Vegas, and that is where I met these two. And the thing that intrigued me the most is, you know, I, I continue to meet male investors. I continue to meet male men who are leading in the real estate market. And I was so intrigued that not only one, but a pair of women are running this and you're both young and you're, you know, you've got families, this whole um, kind of spinning things, the, the typical um, traditional stereotypical um, right. model on its head. I really appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that we're very proud of. I think it's something that actually drew Annie and I together was the fact that she was another woman in multifamily syndication, which is a little niche within real estate that, um, you know, is predominantly male. And so it, you know, to have discovered Annie uh, at a real estate (laughs) conference, I was like, oh my gosh, we got to get together. We got to meet, we got to talk. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a great partnership and, um, obviously has led us down a very successful path. So, yeah. Well, why don't, why don't we go back to that? How did you meet? How did you create the partnership? Because a lot of times when you meet someone who's doing a similar thing to you, there, this little, you know, cattiness comes out of, Oh, mm-hmm. what are you doing? And and kind of want, trying to one up each other. And while it might not be obvious, it's felt internally. So, how were you able to kind of come to that point of, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna partner together? 
Yeah. Well, um, as Julie mentioned, you know, we met at a conference and that first time we met, there was, we didn't think about starting a partnership at that point. Um, I had just quit my job to go full time into real estate investing. I was going to start something. I didn't know it was going to be called Good Egg Investments yet. I just, I knew I wanted to do something and decided to burn the ships. And, uh, and Julie and I started talking and she had already been in this world for several months and she wanted to quit her job, but just hadn't pulled the trigger yet. So unbeknownst to me, she went home for the conference on Sunday and then gave her notice on, on Monday. Um, wow. and Andy I didn't know inspired me to do that. I mean, I, and I just have to insert this little, you know, thing here is that, I think that's really how we were able to do it is that I, we weren't looking at each other as like competitors. It was more like we're stronger together kind of a thing. And as women, I feel like we really need to adopt more of that mindset. And so when I had met Annie and she told me that she mm -hmm. had quit, it inspired me to go out and do the same. So just wanted to insert that there, but go ahead, Annie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I, um, I was, I was, when I quit my job to go into real estate, I thought, I looked around and I thought, how do people form these partnerships? I'm never going to find a partner. It's going to be so hard. You know, I'm Aww. so picky and, <laughs> you know, it's hard, you know, I have to find a specific skill set to, to match mine. Yeah. And um, after that first conversation with Julie, we didn't, we didn't talk again for maybe a couple months there. And then we decided oh, really? to- yeah, we decided to meet up for um, just a work work date one yeah. day, and um, she was going to work on her business. I was going to work on mine. Um, oh. And at this point, um, I'd been working on it for a little bit, so I had a little bit of experience there. And then we sat down, and she looked across the table at me. She said, so what do you like about this business? And I said, oh my gosh, I love creating content. I love, because I have an education background. I used to be an elementary school teacher. And I said, I love teaching other people all about real estate. If there was one thing I could take off my calendar, it would be meeting and talking with investors. And she said, are you kidding? And Julie comes from a legal background and she's like, I love answering all their tough questions. I'm exactly the opposite. I sit in front of the blank screen knowing I should blog something, but I don't know what to write about. And so that was the moment when we realized, you know, we get along, we are trying to help the same people, and yet we have these very complementary skill sets. And so from there, that was really where the partnership, um, the seeds of the partnership wow. were planted. Mm -hmm. That's awesome because so often people who, who get along and love the same things are the, are the ones who partner and the <laughs> never partner with someone who has the same skill set as you. Right. Yeah. I'm glad that there's an example of this because I will probably now talk about you guys forever um, because I keep meeting partnerships where they do the same thing. And then no one is doing the things that they actually have to do. Uh, and it doesn't go very well. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we think it's like the universe planned this because the more we got to know each other over the months and the years that we've been now working together, every time we, we talk about something new, we're like, oh, I don't really like this. And then Julie will be like, oh my gosh, I love doing that. And Julie will You're be like, like yes. but this other thing I don't really like. And I'm like, oh, I'll do that. And it seems like we're just totally opposite on so many things, yet we get along so well, which is so rare. 
Well, I think a lot of it though, too, is that our vision and like what, you know, really motivates us and drives us in the business, um, is very much the same. It's aligned. Yeah, yeah, it's aligned. Exactly. And so when you have that parallel vision and, you know, end goal in mind, and then you have these complementary skill sets, it's like, it's just a win because then we're never stepping on each other's toes and, but we're all heading towards the same goal. And so I think that's, that's another thing that's made it a really great partnership. Yeah. It's almost like if you both created your one page business plan, vision, mm-hmm. mission, values, yep. um, and then the t- your target audience, target market, like if you, your products, if you went through that yeah. and you wrote that similar thing, yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Just the organizational chart that you split in half. Right. Yep. Exactly. And it's all stuff that we like to do anyway. So it's not like I'm saying, Annie, will you handle this? And she's like, oh, I really don't want to do that. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, I don't want to do it either. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, why don't you do this, Annie? And she's like, perfect. Great. And she'll, she'll tell me the same. And I think that's, you know, yeah, one of the, the beauties of, and I think the beauty of our relationship. And I think you know, we really discovered when we were meeting, when we, when we met at the conference through that conversation, that our vision and our goal for what we wanted to do and why we were doing it was so mm. much in alignment. And that, that piece of it, like we just said, was, you know, critical, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the other thing to, that people can take away from this is you don't just go to conferences and conventions to get clients or to learn you sometimes go to meet the right people. So people that you can be inspired by, people that you can become friends with and like hang out and work together, or that you can have a partnership with and just kill it in business together. Yeah, and I think just being really clear too on what your strengths are, because I think at the time I had gone to the conference, I kind of, I had, as Annie had mentioned, I had already been in the business for a little while and I knew what my weaknesses were and I knew what I was great at. And so I kind of already knew when I was going there, you know, what I was looking for and, but it wasn't intentional. It wasn't like I had set out to look for that. But when I met Annie, I knew instantly that there was going to be something that we would work together somehow. And we did talk about that. We were, you know, kind of just very briefly said we should chat about partnering up on a deal or something like that. But yeah, I think knowing, understanding who you are, it helps that process so much to be able to understand, you know, how, how can I find the right person, you know, to potentially partner with in some form or fashion. It doesn't need to be a business partner, but it could become yes. a client or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or an employee or someone under contract that works with yeah. you. So always being intentional when you go somewhere to see what you're looking for. Um, I even say this when a lot of women I work with, we're so busy in our businesses with our families and we're like, oh, friends, right. Um, I, I don't really have many friends or I've kind of gone in a different direction than my, my nine to five friends or whatever it may be that I say to them, well, think about who, who you type of person you want to be friends with and then go secretly like interview people. Like you meet, you meet someone at an event chat with them, see if they're a fit for you as a friend, just as you would a business partner, a client, or someone that you'd want to hire for or work with in your business. So same thing, important. It sounds like you guys got a business partnership and a friendship. 
Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely do. I talk to Annie. I get to talk to her is the way I look at it. I just set up this thing where we talk every morning for 15 minutes and I kind of like slid it in there and I'm like, we need to talk more often. So now we talk every morning at 845. It's the way I start my day and I'm so excited about it. I, I think you are too, right, Annie? <laughs> Most days. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to talk to you. And then, you know, at the end of the, the day, the previous day, I'm like, well, cool. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 845. Um, but no, yeah, there's definitely a, a friendship there as well, which mm -hmm. I think uh, also helps the, the mm -hmm. partnership. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of that friendship, you know, part of what makes friendships great is you don't avoid the tough um, the tough topics. Mm. So it's not like everything in our business and our partnership has gone smoothly. There have been, because we are very complimentary, which also means we're opposite on a lot of the, the ways that we approach things. Yep. Um, sometimes that has caused some friction, but because we are so aligned on our vision and we're so um, focused on um, getting out there to help women and build this business, we don't let those things slide. And so Julie's really great about surfacing those things and really bringing those up so that we can address them and yeah. move forward together. And so what would you suggest if someone is uh, in a relationship with someone in whatever capacity, business or in personal, and there is something that's bothering them, how would you suggest that they bring this up? <laughs> you just bring it up and you, you know, have a conversation about it and you be, um, respectful of other people's opinions, which is something mm -hmm. that, um, I'm very, I can be very fierce, you know, and, and when I have an opinion, <laughs> I'm like, this is my opinion and that's how I feel. And Annie has, you know, helped me see that it can be a more constructive conversation if I approach it a little bit more softly. Um, but then, you know, the thing that I do is I, bring it up. I say, hey, let's talk about this because this is clearly something that isn't working. So let's talk about the yeah. tough stuff. And she will say, okay, let's talk about it. And conversation gets heated and, you know, it gets intense. But I think being committed to the end goal, again, going back to that, that commitment to the end goal of really wanting to help other women and inspire other women, get into real estate and all of that is really what drives us to have these, you know, hard conversations and to make it um, a point to work it out and to come to an agreement, you know? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I think, um, neither of us are trying to sabotage the business. It's not like I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Julie down. I'm going to put her in her place. You know, I'm like, we're, I, what I realized is we're both doing our best. We're just doing it in different ways. Yeah. And sometimes it's about having those conversations so we can understand each other's perspectives. Yeah. Now, oh, you're approaching it that way. I'm approaching it this way. Let's figure out a way we can approach it together so we're in alignment. Yeah, and sometimes finding out um, what the reasoning is behind something. And I know for me, I have to, like, if someone's doing something a completely different way, I'm just like, and uh, what, what had you do it this way? Or <laughs> even yeah. my husband all the time, I'm like, okay, so I still don't understand. Can you explain? And when I find out the reasoning behind, I'm like, okay, I can let it go. I can let go of the fact that that was completely inefficient in how you did it. Or... <laughs> 
Baking so the dishes, the dishes sit in the sink for days. Because oh, I get it. Oh, okay, you're trying to like let them soak. Okay, <laughs> a little less obvious than that, and less annoying. But yes, the finding of the reasoning behind their, yeah. you know, their there is reasoning behind everything in someone's mind, and so it's right. good that you yes. guys are are really giving time and space for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Now I do, um, I noticed we have a few uh, people joining us. And so if, um, cause we, we offer this as a, a live option. Mm-hmm. And so uh, those who are joining us, if you have questions, please feel free, drop them in the chat room. Um, we've spent the first part of the time really getting to know these ladies and how they met and how they partnered and, and really pulling some good uh, tips from building a, a business relationship and having an, in, an intention in meeting others. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you I know that you work with, with families, with parents, and I, w- I want to switch gears and, and go in that direction now because that's also something that sets you apart and makes you quite appealing for uh, someone like me or uh, my network to be able to, to connect with you. Mm-hmm. So you chose parents. What's, what's with that? Because I'm sure you know it would be much easier potentially, especially in the Vancouver market here. I know, where are you guys located? In San Francisco. Yeah. California. Mm-hmm. So um, the market here, there's a lot of foreign money coming in here, mm-hmm. a lot of people wanting to buy a property. So that's a very easy route to go with investments, yeah. but you chose parents, which. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I know that there, you know, for us, I think, well, I know for me, and I, I hope I'm speaking for you too, mm-hmm. Annie, that a lot of, you know, what we do is because we want to make an impact. I can't make an impact on some foreign investors who has a bajillion dollars who wants to invest. I'm not going to make an impact. You know, Julie Lamb, Good Egg Investments, we're not going to make an impact in their lives. And so for us, I think, you know, to be able to get up every day and make an impact and get the emails from the moms and from the families that said, wow, thank you so much for the work that you do. I'm now able to quit my job or think about leaving my job and focus on my family. That's everything for us. And so I want to, we want to work with people that we can make an impact in their, a significant impact in their lives. And so because we're moms and we've discovered this path, it's something that, you know, is so we're so passionate about it. Um, and so we feel like if we can get up every day and have an, make an impact on other families' lives, I think that's really what drives us in our business. Yeah. So that's yeah. why parents. <laughs> yeah. And where do you, where do you find them? Like the grocery store, the <laughs> it's place, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it started off, you know, really in a mother's Facebook group that I'm a part of in SF. And you know, moms would post all kinds of things about five to nine plans, college savings, um, you know, investing in real estate, generally speaking, whether it's to buy a primary home or otherwise. Um, and they'd ask all kinds of just questions around finance, you know, uh, and I would chime in and I would share, you know, these investments that I had discovered. This was before, you know, I had gotten into the business formally. Uh, and I more just started out as a passive investor. And I just was sharing my knowledge about little tips and tricks and strategies. And my Facebook inbox would blow up. I would post one thing and my Facebook messenger would just blow up all these moms wanting to know more information. And that's really kind of like how it started was, was through that avenue. 
And now as we've, as we've been doing it for a while, we've done, you know, you mentioned 700 million in, in real estate deals across 23 deals now and counting. Um, so we have a lot of repeat investors and people who have discovered this strategy and they love it. It's working for them and they refer us to their friends. Anytime their friends are talking about being too busy at work or not having enough time with their families, they're like, Oh, check out good egg investments. They'll help you get your finances in line. So I think we got the ball rolling by finding investors one by one. And now it's this snowball and it's sort of taken a life of its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I want to find out what your role is in the deals because this is maybe a different way than is conventional with what mm-hmm. people are thinking. But before you tell us that, good egg. Reasoning behind that. Yes. Go with what's obvious, but you I want to hear your kind of how you come up with it because um most investing financial technical business names are boring. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Not. So tell and us that's about where- it. That's where we started was with the boring names. I still have in my notebook, I had created this list of all these other boring names that people out there are currently using. And I'm like, I don't know if this sounds really right. This sounds too techie or it sounds too, you know, formal. And when I, when we were thinking about, you know, we wanted to reach women and moms and, you know, when they see something that's formal, especially in the financial space, it's just, it's intimidating and they turn the other way. And so Good Egg Investments was really born, for lack of a better pun, um, <laughs> because with, Laid. Um, we're helping, yeah, we're helping, uh, we're helping people to build their nest egg, and to invest for good. And so Good Egg Investments, and plus all of our investors are good eggs. So <laughs> there you have it. I like it. I like it. And uh, for those who are watching the video replay, um, you are going to, or joining us live, you're going to see the beautiful backgrounds that these ladies have. Um, That's not their actual space. Um, So it's a green screen, but you've branded Mm -hmm. everything so lovely and so according to what is attracting your target market right now. So just another really good business step that move that you guys have made in your marketing. Uh, you know, the, the aesthetic of it is very Pinterest worthy. Um, the, the, even the color, you know, the Tiffany blue kind of color, though you're not allowed Mm -hmm. to use Tiffany blue, but you've, you've really picked up a lot of things of, of what your target market is. So for anyone out there Mm -hmm. that is having a, that has a, a business that they're like, oh, it's kind of a boring business or very technical, um, science-based or whatever. I I push you to go and look at, at the good egg investments and really change your thinking about how things need to be and need to look. And you can still have kind of fun with your marketing, which is what I see and what you ladies are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, also with the images that you have of the two of you having fun, really being casual, um, but also being professional in the, in the different, even that you guys have done some lifestyle shoots. Mm-hmm. I see mm-hmm. in, uh, behind Julie there, that, that photo of just two of you having coffee and chilling out mm-hmm. sort of idea. So I, I just had to give you kudos for that because everything that you put out there marketing wise is very specific to your market and very modern and, mm-hmm. and works with exactly what's out there right now. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. tell us, what what's your, how are you, how does Good Egg Investments and both of you, how are, how are you part of the deals that happen? Mm-hmm. What's the process? Yeah. Well, first let's, let's back up and explain what a real estate syndication is. Um, so everybody who's watching or listening has sort of that context. Um, so a real estate syndication is really just a group investment. So instead of you, Diane, instead of you going out and buying a single family home on your own and then having to manage the tenants and deal with the, the broken toilets at 3 a.m. And all, and all the decisions about evictions and tenant turnovers, instead you say, you know, I, I want to put my money into real estate, but I don't want to deal with the hassles of being a landlord. So mm-hmm. let's say you have $50,000 to invest. Well, instead of putting it into a single family home, you can put it into a group investment or a syndication. And so let's say you have 50,000, I have 50,000, Julie has 100,000, somebody else has 200,000. And we pool together, sometimes hundreds of investors together, And now we have millions of dollars, so we're not going to go and buy a single family home. Now we're going to buy something bigger. Mm. And uh, most often we buy apartment buildings. And so what that allows our passive investors to do is you get to put your $50,000 in and then you get to just sit back and relax. You get monthly updates on um, what we're doing with the property, and we take care of all of the tenants, all of the turnovers, any maintenance, and we're also Mm -hmm. adding value to the property. And so what that means is we're always buying assets that need a little bit of love that maybe haven't been updated in a little while um, and could use a little bit of a facelift. So then we go in and we update the kitchens, we renew the flooring, we get some new pool furniture, and we spruce up the whole community so it's a nicer, cleaner, safer place to live. Um, And meanwhile, as we're doing that, we're bringing the market, uh, the rents up to market rates. Mm -hmm. And so that's a win, not just for the tenants, but also for our investors because they're getting a nice return on their investment. So in a nutshell, that is what a syndication is. It's just a a grouping of of investors. Um, So we're pooling their resources together. And this I'm imagining is especially great for families because we know the costs of having kids and being off of work and daycare and all that joys. And then we're saving for their education and all that. So, uh, mm-hmm. and especially in the Vancouver market to buy a home, like to, to buy a, a, a tear down home, you need mm-hmm. like 1.2. Um, and so it's pretty ridiculous and so the ability to be able to buy a property by yourself right off the bat isn't always there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So how does this work? I know we have um, listeners in the States where you guys are, and we have a lot of listeners in Canada. So mm-hmm. how does this work? Are they able to, to connect with you and invest with you? Yeah, so the folks who are in uh, the U.S. can. Uh, We used to have opportunities where Canadian residents could invest with us, but unfortunately, that's no longer available. Mm. Um, So it's it's restricted to uh, U.S. residents now. But that doesn't mean that there are not opportunities for Canadian residents to invest in United States syndications. It's just not with us, unfortunately. So. Mm 
Yeah. If there's anyone listening who does want to invest, um, we can certainly put our feelers out there and see, because we're pretty well connected in the industry and see who we can find um, to connect you with. And it would likely be somebody that we know fairly well and trust. So. That's but that awesome. being said, you know, we we put a lot of work into educating our investors about how syndications work. And so um, we put out a lot of video content, blogs, and ah. online courses. And so whether you invest directly with us or not, um, if you're interested in learning more about syndications, all those resources are available there for you. That's awesome. Yes, because I'm sure, you know, as I've gotten to know you over the times that we've met and now even further deep diving into, into the two of you, um, I'm sure that the women in our community are like connecting with you and like, oh, these are like real normal people that won't make me feel dumb about investing <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and make it possible. So I love that you have educational materials because so often people hold their their knowledge very close. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that you can, if you, if someone takes your program and then understands, wow, this is how it works, then going into meeting someone who maybe be a little bit into more intimidating, uh, they're going to feel more confident that they know what the wording means. Right. And so what, uh, what kind of programs do you offer? Well, we have, um, so the first, um, we have a lot. Um, so one of the, the, where would someone get started to learn more yeah. about doing this? Right. So there's, there's two main ways to get started on our website. There is a free, um, email course. It's a seven day email course. It's called passive real estate investor 101. You'll get one email a day for seven days that covers all the basics that you'll need to know about real estate syndications. We also have, we just got it, Diane, can you believe it? Our book, our Yay! actual book. Sorry, it's green. So the, the green screen is sort of um, <laughs> messing with it. But uh, we finally got our That's book awesome. done. Um, so you can go to goodegginvestments.com slash book to get a free copy of the book, just pay shipping and handling. Um, so that's got a ton of information in it. And of course, we're here to help anyone who's, who's interested. And so we have something called the Good Egg Investor Club. Um, so if you're interested in learning to invest um, and possibly investing with us, you can join the Good Egg Investor Club, which is also on our site. That's awesome. Now we're not done. A lot of times when we talk about programs or something, we then go to the wrap up. But I just thought you've mentioned it. I, I want to yeah. hear those that, uh, that are on can, can go and check those resources out. Um, it just makes me think about, you know, how oftentimes uh, people aren't looking to put a hand out to help people to step up. Mm -hmm. And really hearing that you guys do that that you're not like, yeah, just give us your money and then we'll go and do it for you, that you're actually educating people to do that. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's, that's that. been something that is, was another thing that drew us together was the, mm -hmm. the need for the education component to be so strong in our business and on our brand um, and not necessarily paid. I mean, it's just getting that information out there is 
to let other people know that there are other options to invest. And it's true. It's only become more available within the last couple of years because laws have changed. Yeah. Um, but these are strategies that the ultra wealthy have been using forever. And it's now available to, you know, everyday people. And so part of our mission is to not just make money, but again, make an impact. And how can, I mean, we're, we really want to, it's like a revolution. Like we want to change the way <laughs> that people think about money Good, and yeah. think about how they want to live their lives. And that's really what drives us is, is that, is, is wanting to change that. And it's, you know, if, however we can do that, um, is something that's really important to us. And so, the education component through blogs and videos and mm. our time. We talk to every single investor who comes to us. We don't ever just plop them into the club and don't know who they are, never had a conversation and then just bring them into a deal. It never happens, you know? So really taking the time to get to know the investors to make yeah. sure that the deals are a good fit for them, you know, is so important to us. So yeah. I'm hearing it's it's relationship based. It is. Yeah. Relationship mm -hmm. and education based, <clears throat> which I'm imagining a lot of this industry is just um you got the money, great. Give it to me. I'm going to go and do mm -hmm. this. So that's the way when I first got into this as a passive investor, that's the way I was approached and dealt with and I hated it. I was handed an investment summary and then I'd follow up with a list of questions and then wouldn't hear back from them. And then a week later would get an email from them asking if I'm ready to invest in the deal. Like <laughs> totally ignored all of my questions and then just is asking like, are you ready to invest? And that wow. happened more times than not. And there, you know, so you have to be very careful about who you're working with. Um, obviously I did not work with that person and realized, okay, that's the way that I do not want to be handled. Right. And yeah, so it was a transaction awesome. only. Yeah, it was terrible. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. And so, um, you know, we, we really take the time to make sure that our investors know who we are and that we also know who they are, because I think, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to be in this relationship. Most of the deal, the deals that we do, it's a five year hold. So it's not a liquid investment where you get in and then you decide a month later, you don't want to be in it. You got, once you're in, you're, you know, you're in for that five money's years. money's locked in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're, you know, we're going to be in a relationship together for five years. And so you want to make sure you know who you're working with. Well, so you say that, so the money's locked in for five years or whatever term that has been agreed upon. Right. Um, so how do people get paid? How do people make their money, especially in an apartment building where you can't sell every unit off, mm -hmm. right? So how does this work? Yeah. So basically the way it works is you can kind of think about it like this. And this is the best way that I can think of to explain it is that if you buy a rental property and you have, let's say $500 a month in expenses, but your rent is $1,000 a month, you're basically collecting $500 a month in what we call cash flow, right? Mm -hmm. And so imagine that on a much larger scale, 
per unit, right? So we're doing, usually our sweet spot is two to 300 units, apartments, right? And so when you think about that $500 a month times 300 units, that's how we're able to pay our investors roughly about 8% annually on the money they've invested. So let's say they invest $100,000, they basically earn $8,000 a year in cash flow. And so that's where that cash flow comes from, is a, most of the cash flow, as you can imagine, goes to pay the the investors. And then we take a fee on the front end when we close, and then we get equity on the back end at, when we sell, as do our investor partners. And so the average return that an investor can expect is roughly about 15 to 20% annualized returns once you include the equity mm. on the back end when you sell. And the equity on the back end is just very similar to if you were to buy a single family home for, let's say, a million dollars, and then you held it for five years and you were able to sell it for yeah. 1.2 million, that $200,000 spread is how we're able to pay out on the back end. Um, and so that's kind of in a nutshell, how it works. And then reinvest again. And then reinvest again. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. And we can mm -hmm. also do something called a 1031 exchange in the purchase of these apartment buildings, purchase and sale of these apartment buildings, which is basically uh, allows something that allows you to defer your capital gains. So the money that you've mm -hmm. gained through this investment, you can just defer paying taxes on that simply by virtue of rolling it into a new investment. Um, there's some, you know, things around that you have to pick an investment within a certain window of time. So it can be tricky, but the point is that it can be done. Yeah. And those who invest don't have to worry about that happening. They can just say, I want you to roll it over, mm -hmm. whatever, yeah. just keep going with it. Yep. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Yeah. Annie has modeled some investments, if you were to take an investment, like let's say you had $500,000 to put down on a home, there's yeah. a blog that she's, she's written on mm -hmm. our site that beautifully lays out what would happen if you invested that half a million dollars into a primary home versus investing it into a syndication and what the growth would look like over I think you did 30 years, right? It's, um, and it's, it's staggering. Just, it's, it is. Wow. It's just, so when you, and this is what we mean, like trying to help people change the way they think about investments, because we've all been taught to go out there and buy a primary home because that's how you build your wealth and you wait 30 years for the value to be there. And you know, that's the way <laughs> we're taught. You don't want to sell it because it's your home. Exactly. Yeah. So then you never realize the, the <laughs> equity that's stuck in the home and it's terrible. It's the, it's, mm. Depending on how you do it, it can maybe not be the best investment. Um, you know, so yeah. Hmm. So when you got into it, Julie, you were saying you didn't like how how you were treated as yeah. as a, as another investor, as another transaction, rather than a person right. giving money and having a relationship. Yeah. Do you feel um, like what do you feel has caused this in the industry? Um, I mean, I don't know that that's anything different than what typically goes on. I think part of it is that it's very male dominated and I think males are a little bit more transactional, you know, yeah. um, and women are just, you know, more relationship based. I want to mm -hmm. get to know you. I want to know who you are. Um, so I think that's part of it. Um, and the person or the group that I was referring to, they were a male run syndication. Yeah. And so, you know, they're at the time that I got into this about three, little over three years ago, there, 
I can't even think of one female that syndicator that was in the business, maybe one or two, maybe one or two that I knew within my network. Um, but there's more now. Um, but at the time there were hardly any. And so, um, yeah, I think that's part of what causes it, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just that it's a male dominated industry and they just want to get I'll throw something else into the ring, which is that oftentimes by the time that um, the syndicators reach out to investors to raise the capital that's needed to close on the deal, they only have maybe 30 to 60 days left on the contract to close the deal. So they're in a real rush often Mm -hmm. to get the money to for the down payment and the renovations to then close the deal so for those especially newer syndicators who don't haven't re-established those relationships yet they can get really stressed out during that time because they're like oh my gosh i need all this money i don't know where to find it and they just try to go around to everyone that yes. they know right. um, which is the benefit you you asked about our our role in these deals and so that's um, a big piece of what we bring to the table is actually a lot of the work that we do um, happens in between deals when we don't have a live deal on the table because that's the time we're reaching out to get to know people and to understand their investing goals and we're doing our education and teaching people about how all of this stuff works so that they're really ready Mm. if and when that next deal comes along. And so because we're not doing the deals ourselves, meaning we're not the people on the ground, we're not the, the people managing the tenants, We are part of what's called the general partnership, which is the team that's leading the deal. But our main role is in helping to bring those investors to the table and bring the capital that's needed to the table. And so the benefit for our investors on that is that we're not trying to sell them a specific deal. We are really, we're connected to this network of syndicators and deals across the country. And we're really cherry picking the very best ones for our investors. Mm. And so they don't have to go out and create these relationships with syndicators themselves, some of which won't give them the time of day anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, We're really doing that on their behalf. And then we're here to answer any of their questions and help them along the way. Yeah. And I just want to throw in there too, that we are also investing alongside personally investing alongside our investors as well. Um, And so that's something to keep in mind that this isn't just, uh, you know, Hey, we have a deal. Do you want to invest? Oftentimes it's, Hey, we have a deal, one that I'm personally investing in or one that Annie's personally investing in. Um, You know, is this something that you would want to invest in? So a little bit different of an approach Mm -hmm. there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what I'm pulling from this for the other, for the business owners in our community is that when you are not as busy mm-hmm. is the time to nurture your list, right? Nurture yeah. your mm-hmm. people, build relationships yes. so that when the time comes and you maybe are a bit stressed and there is a bit more push or you're just doing an invitation to work with you, that the relationship is already built, that any lack of small talk or reconnection is just forgiven because of the relationship and the education that's already there. Yep, exactly. That's Absolutely. for any industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, if people are just to show up and be like, buy this, right. people right. are going to be like, what? 
Yeah. 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 And nurturing, nurturing those relationships can come in the form of all kinds of different things. You know, Annie and I do podcasts, we do blog posts, mm -hmm. videos, but all of these things are ways that we don't always have to be actively involved in nurturing that relationship, right? And so uh, sometimes I, by the time I hop on the phone with somebody, they come to me and they're ready to invest. And they, I feel like yeah. I know you. That's what they say. I feel like I know you already. I've listened to you know the 20 podcasts you've been on, read your blog posts. I, you know, it gives people a way to get to know you on a very intimate level while you're basically sleeping. So yes, absolutely nurture those relationships through various um, outlets. It's never going to be one channel. Um, and it's always going to be many different ones that, you know, lead to, uh, you know, building those relationships and getting those clients or investors. Mm -hmm. Wow. Cool. Now uh, we're going to pull it back to here to the fact that you guys are actually moms. <laughs> so you not only serve uh, your target market. You are your target market. So Julie, you have three kids. Annie, you have two kids. How do you balance building a business? Uh, and one that can be like, oh my gosh, you have to figure this out right now um, <laughs> with your family life and stay so calm because you're both like super chill and <laughs> like, how do you do it? <laughs> you didn't see me about 45 minutes ago when I was walking my kids to school and <laughs> walk faster. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody I just dropped forgot. mine off with a car. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how do you do it? What are some tips that you can give our community? Yeah. Well, so much. I think one, one thing that I've really learned from Julie is um, the value of time. Mm. And um, I think one thing that we've intentionally done is really set aside time to figure out what our goals are on an ongoing basis and what our priorities are. And from that, then to break it down into bite-sized chunks that each of us can then take on. So then I, then I have my calendar. I know what hours I'm working and what hours I've reserved for my family. And so then I look at those hours that I've reserved for good egg investments and I say, okay, well, I only have this many hours that I'm going to put toward the business. What's the one thing I can do today during the hours that I have today that can move the business forward? Mm -hmm. And so for me, my calendar is king so or queen as we're women here, <laughs> right? So, um, so then I block everything out. I used to have post-its all over my desk but or to-do lists and it was just getting to be too much. And so now I block everything out on my calendar so I can see exactly um, what I'm doing that day. And it allows me to also see, oh, I, you know, I can't fit this thing in. I'm yeah. going to have to move that to tomorrow, or I'm going to have to let this person know that I can't meet with them today. I'm going to have to move that to next week. So it helps me to align my priorities. And it also helps me to set expectations with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one other secret little ninja trick that we like to use is blocking a day, a full day. And I know this is so hard for, for us as well. Um, and I know that if you're working a full-time job um, and you're not a business owner, that can be tough. Um, but if possible, if you can block one full day a week, 
to not do anything. I'm not talking about take a day off to go exercise or, you know, whatever, but take a day off to literally just sit on the couch, read a good book, do a hobby, do something you enjoy doing. And that has been so powerful because then when we're back in it, on the other four days a week, we're so focused because we're not sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I would love to be sitting and relaxing right now and enjoying a cup of tea, quietly reading a book. You know, I did that. I know that either I did that a couple of days ago, or I know that I have that to look forward to at an, on another day mm -hmm. in the week. Yeah. Um, another thing that I've been doing lately is going to bed earlier with my kids. So I'm going to bed at like eight or nine, you know, with my son whenever he's four. Um, but I go to bed with him. We fall asleep around eight thirty, nine o'clock. And then I get up at like 5am and that gives me two whole hours of silence and peace to, to either do some yoga, do some journaling, mm. you know, answer emails and get yeah. my day started so that by the time I'm actually with the kids at between seven to nine, I'm already, my day's already, I've already started my day. You've so already accomplished. Yeah. Like you've gotten so much done already, you know, in that time, you've already had two hours to do. You've already work. set your, your own state. Yeah, exactly. Put yourself in a, mm -hmm. in a nice place. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Rather than why are you waking me up? Right. <laughs> right. Make your own <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that never happens in my house. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> those are those are really really good tips. Um, you ladies have done so much in in the past, you know, individually and then and Good Egg Investments. But what's the vision for the business? Where is mm. Good Egg Investments going? Yes. Where are we going? Ultimate <laughs> vision. Yes. So well, when we got into when we got into this, um, Julie and I had both um, been investing in real estate ourselves for years, and we didn't know anything about syndications. And once we started digging into syndications, it was hard to find the information that we needed, um, or to find people that would give us the time of day. And so our vision is that someday. Someday that people would talk about money and investing and they would say, yeah, you know, I invest my money in stocks and I invest my money in syndications, like in the same sentence, like it's just so widely known and so widely available to people that they don't even think twice about it. Mm. And so we are at this turning point where people are starting to learn more about this space and starting to learn more about these opportunities. And I think Good Egg Investments is poised to be a big part of that movement. And that's exactly what we are continuing to do is to continue to put those resources out there and to help connect people to these opportunities because as they are building passive income, they are able to take pressure off of their work and then they can um, choose what to do. They can quit their jobs, they can spend their time with their families, or they can work on a passion project. They can start that business that they never thought they would have time to do. They can travel the world while they're still young. They can do whatever it is to live their best life. And that's the ultimate vision is to help as many people as possible to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. And really quick, I just want to add to that, you know, that's part of the reason that I think we can do so much is because we have these passive investments 
So when we work in our business, we're money is not what's driving us because we've already replaced a good portion of our old W-2 income. So we're not out there trying to hustle, trying to figure out how we're going to, you know, replace that income that we lost from quitting our jobs. We're out there, you know, really able, you know, to focus on doing what we love. And that's what is so powerful for us. And that's really a part of what drives us is being able to help people really discover what their true passion is by not having to think about how am I going to, you know, create income in my family so that I can, so that we can live, you know? Um, but that's part of what drives us in our, in our mission and, um, you know, drives us in our vision is wanting to really change the world and change the way that people, um, approach daily living really, you know, and really be able to live a life by design and, one that people are excited about. I think we think mm. that the world would be a better place if people were able to express their true passion and what they were put on this earth for, um, rather than getting off going to work every day for 30 years, you know, um, at a job that they might not be yeah. very passionate about or a business that they're running that they may not be very passionate about. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I love the vision and uh, the vision I see for you ladies is both of you on stage, uh, sharing at big women's conferences, um, you know, doing your workshops and, and really teaching this to empower women and, and like the whole, the whole room, you know, being like, yes, indication, <laughs> like something like that. And, yeah. uh, you know, getting on the phone with their families and saying, we've got an option now. We, we have yeah. something to actually yeah. do. Yes. So, um, for for all of all of the community out there, anyone listening to this or watching, get their book. Good egg is that what it's called? It's called yep. Investing for Good. Investing and you for can good. you can go to our website goodegginvestments.com and you can get the book um, goodegginvestments.com/book. Awesome. And the podcast, what's that called? The the podcast is also called Investing for Good, and that will be launching in January of 2020. Perfect. Perfect. And so go over to their website, check out their programs, make sure that you sign up, especially for that free one, um, so that you can start to learn right away about what syndication is. Whether Whatever country you're in, it doesn't matter. This yeah. is going to start to break it down so that you can start to, to learn how to invest the smart way. Because where else can you get 15 to 20% um, investment back? Or even the 8%, what's the bank giving you? Like one? Point five, something yeah. stupid. So <laughs> educate yourselves, uh, ladies, jump on over. And I'm sure that there are ways that you can connect with them. Uh, I'm going to put all your social handles in the show notes for the podcast. Um, and so all the information will be there. Um, reach out to these ladies. They are so lovely and so intelligent about this stuff, but they don't make you feel like you don't know. So feel free to uh, reach out to them, ask questions, uh, get connected. And if you know of any good deals or anyone else who's looking to invest, please, uh, please make the connection for them. So thank you, ladies. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you so much, Diane. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you soon at the next Mastermind event. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? 
We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.